The show's long enough. Do we really need an intro? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Howdy Radio, the next generation, episode 29. I'm Brandon. I'm Lane. All right, we got a uh, we got a cool episode for you this week. Uh, Tyler is going to be our special guest this week. We'll get there in a minute. We went and did uh, some really cool stuff this weekend, and we've got a lot to talk about. So this is kind of going to be a uh, a long episode. Uh, Lane, what about uh, what's happened in our lives this week? Let's talk about um, what we did yesterday. Well, yesterday we actually went to. The Deer Park basketball game down in Columbus. Well, up, up in, in Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. Um, and they they had gone completely undefeated, like, the whole entire season, yep. regular season, and now this tournament, which is N-something AA. It's not NCAA. It's OSHA is what it's called. OSHA. Ohio High School Association or something. Or yeah, some, yeah, something like that. But we went to that game, which is, like, two hours away, mm-hmm. me and Mama had gone on Thursday that was to the when, semifinal game. when they were in the final four. Yeah. Yeah. And this was the final Did you say that state. this was the Deer Park boys basketball team this that we're talking Deer about? Deer Park boys basketball. I, I don't said remember. Deer Park basketball. Okay, all right. I didn't say boys, yeah, right. though. So they made but, a uh, undefeated all year long. Yeah. Made it to and state. They won at state. They won! So, all because of karma. <laughs> Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that in a second. Um, so, uh, Deer Park, the little town that we live in, tiny little town. It's like a, a square mile or something like that. We're not a big town. So we don't have, like, the best sports programs and stuff. We don't. Our football team's garbage. Um, we got some good soccer yeah. in Deer Park. We have, we have really good soccer in Deer Park, which is cool because that's what my kids are more into. So that works out really well for us. Uh, but the basketball team in the past is just always been crap uh but this year they were able to really put a good team together obviously yeah and uh they went undefeated and they won the state championship the division three state championship for basketball yeah and we were there so uh in deer park's history there has only been two state titles one was in like 1977 yes 1977 which was baseball baseball and then now uh now they have a basketball one so super cool that we were able to be the only team in ohio this season that went completely undefeated that's right once we won the title yesterday uh that made uh the team 28 or 20 how many games 29 and 0. I think it was like 28, 29. It was 28 or 29. I can't remember which one it was. But so completely undefeated season. So they won the game. Deer Park had just a ton of fans there, even though it was a two hour drive to get up there. Uh, But man, it was cool. I mean, everybody was just so into it. It was a really cool atmosphere because everybody was just so excited about it. Uh, I mean, the last, almost the whole last quarter, everybody was standing. Yeah. Uh, we were losing at halftime. We yeah. were losing, uh, pretty good yeah. at halftime. We were down like 10, 10 or 12 or something yeah. like that, maybe at halftime or something like that. And, uh, we were not playing very well. Like they were, they were missing a lot of shots. Yeah. They were, they, they looked really sloppy and, uh, being a spectator from it, we're like, oh no, this, this is definitely not looking good. Yeah. Uh, but the team had done that 
many times yeah. throughout the season. Had, had they, at halftime be down by 20, like, three points and yeah. came back and won the game by 10 points. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they definitely weren't counted out. But, man, it was it was definitely starting to get worried there for a little bit. Uh, then the third quarter started up. And uh, what I blame their loss on is that uh, just a couple minutes into the third quarter, their band started playing the na-na-na-na, hey-hey-hey, goodbye song. And uh, I think that was a terrible idea. Uh, that was way, 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 way too much basketball game left for them to start playing that song. I think yeah. it was... And it was really bad karma on their part. It really, really was. And that was kind of the shifting point of the game. I don't know. Maybe that fired up our team. Like, what are you doing? Don't count us out. You know I, what I, I mean? Th- I think that's maybe what that, it is. Yeah, maybe that's what they needed to, like, get, you know, kicked in gear. Yeah. Um, like, right after that, they made, they like, did. every shot. They, they, started, they started getting all the rebounds. They started stealing the ball from everybody. Uh, and they ended up winning the game. By exactly 10 points yeah. once it was all said and done. Uh, so it was I mean, 53-63. 53-63 was the final, yep. So we were there. We were uh, we uh, we were on TV. Um, Spectrum Sports, one of the uh, – they do, like, local, like, high school games and stuff on their sports channel. And uh, at where I work at, we have that channel. So we were able to have it on all the TVs and everything. Uh, but I wasn't, I was there, I was working for the, the game that Lane said that Helm and Liz went to on Thursday. And we, it was one of the busiest days we've ever had because everybody was in there to watch the game. Uh, but I did not work on uh, the, the finals because I went to the finals. And then I had a couple people that I work with, they were texting me and they're like, hey, we just saw you and Lane on TV. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, so we're famous now. But also next week is a WrestleMania prediction Hold on, are you already hopping over to that? I am. We stopped doing the baseball. We stopped doing the basketball. No, we didn't. There was one more thing I wanted to say about the basketball. So after the game was over, we went into uh, this other room that they called the Champions Room, and uh, we waited in there for the team and the coaches to come in, and there was like a little stage up there where they could all like say their thank yous, like thanks to my mom for bringing me to practice every day and stuff, which was really cool. Um, it was fun to be a part of that. And one of the things that I liked the most about that was, uh, the guy that was kind of like the moderator of this thing. Uh, I think he said he was from ESPN radio. I'm pretty sure is what he said. Uh, he said, you know, I've been to a bunch of these kind of things in this room. He said, but this is definitely the biggest crowd as far as fans go that's ever came to one of these things. Cause we had a ton of people from Deer Park there. Most Deer Park was there. Yeah, absolutely. So, um... So I thought, how cool, like, out of all the people that's won a state title, for us little Deer Park people to yeah. to be able to say, like, we brought the biggest crowd to this kind of thing. And then we walked out, and there was the next, um... There was another game starting yeah. after that. and there was this people, like, figured out 100 people across the street at the same time. Yeah, there was a ton of people. Uh, it was up at the Schottenstein Center up in Columbus, which is a really nice arena. Uh, so, I mean, how it was so cool, so very, very cool to be a part of that. That's something, yeah. you know, especially you guys... As kids during being at this school, like during the time and stuff. Well, technically you're not at the high school, but whatever. I will um, next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're obviously it's same thing. Uh, so very cool that you guys will be able to say, um, you know, yeah, I was there. I was at Deer Park when yeah. 
we won that because who knows if we'll ever win another one and again. Then it might be years later. Yeah, it might I was be like, there. hey, I was there. Yeah, I was at that game. Yeah, um, it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. It was. I was so glad that we were able to go and be a part of it. So that was very cool. But now, so let's talk about real quick. Uh, just uh, we've got uh, a couple things coming up here. Howdy Inc. style uh, next week being uh, what is. Uh, one of our favorite things to do on Howdy Radio is going to be uh, the WrestleMania prediction show. Yes. Is next week. WrestleMania prediction, extravaganza, super something. Hold on. Yeah. What, what was the name? I gotta look up the whole <laughs> daggone thing because we gotta call it that again. Yeah, we do. Let's see. It was. What episode number was it? I have no idea. It was really early. It was. Daggone it. It was like five or something like that. We'll, we'll edit this part out. No, we won't. Okay. Tag on it. My old ones. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't see it on the thing. It now. was something extravaganza. Howdy Inc. WrestleMania prediction extravaganza. Maybe that was it. I don't yeah. know. Some stupid long thing that yeah. obviously we can't remember now. But we'll figure out between now and then, so we make sure that we call it the right thing on that episode. Yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, there's kind of the year-end episode where we said, like, our top five favorite video games, and there's the WrestleMania prediction episode. Like, that's kind of our favorites that we do, and it's super cool that now this will be our second annual WrestleMania prediction yes. episode. We are going to have my buddy Brian Taggart as special guest with us this time, because Helm and I are starting up a new podcast called the Unknown Wrestling Podcast. So this is kind of going to be uh, kind of a, a segue into that. We're going to. I mean, be... you got to stop start watching Raw and SmackDown. Oh, I'm I'm very well kept up yeah. on the wrestling. I have for WrestleMania you, this but you year. You can't just look at Twitter and stuff and see what no, happens. No, no, no. You have to watch for, the show. Um, it's it's cool this year because uh, I have definitely kept up and watched more wrestling leading up to WrestleMania this year yeah. than I have in a lot of years past, and. Uh, I'm really excited about WrestleMania weekend this year because we've also kind of started getting into some of these other smaller indie feds and stuff. Uh, and they run a lot of shows from New Orleans the same weekend yeah. that uh, WrestleMania is. So not only are we going to get why to would watch... You do that? Why would you try to... Why would you like... You know that nobody would... Wouldn't know you would come, but like if you... Oh, a wrestling fan, you watch WrestleMania. You don't well, go to an indie show. Well, no, they don't run a show up against WrestleMania, but they... So, for example, uh, in, in whatever city WrestleMania is in, this year it's in New Orleans. Uh, so, in New Orleans, for WrestleMania weekend, uh, there is a big event called WrestleCon, uh, which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, and they run shows also it's not just meet and greets and stuff like they run big shows so friday night is a part of wrestlecon which does go up against the uh wwe hall of fame oh against, nobody's gonna watch that exactly <laughs> absolutely um so it goes up against that but it's impact versus lucha underground oh snap that's gonna be awesome <laughs> so that's what we're watching friday like, night um, live on twitch Boy, is it just um six man or... No, it's a whole pay-per-view. Of, oh, like the whole entire thing? Yeah, the just... whole, like multiple matches, and all of the matches are somebody from Lucha Underground versus somebody from Impact. Oh, my that's God. That's going to be awesome. That sounds amazing. So that's Friday night. Uh, and then Saturday, I think there's one of them that's doing something during the day Saturday. I can't remember who. 
And then Saturday night is NXT, so we'll yeah. be watching that. And then an hour after NXT is over, there's a show on Twitch that's called House of Hardcore, which is Tommy Dreamer's promotion. Yeah. And they're running a show from WrestleCon. So that will be we'll be able to watch that Saturday night too. And then again, I think there's another show, another another uh, fed that's running a show on Sunday, like early afternoon. So then you can watch that up until WrestleMania comes on. Yeah. So like, because we've got into more than just WWE, like we're really starting to get into these other things, Wrestle Circus and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it's a whole weekend of wrestling now. Yeah. Like it used to just be. I mean, it was always fun. It'd be a good week to start up my YouTube channel. Again, there you go. Have a whole entire vlog of that. There you go. Um, which is why it's perfect for me and Taggart to be starting our new podcast the night after yeah. the night of after WrestleMania is I over. I hate that that's your guys' podcast, though, because, like, I watch wrestling a yeah. lot Well, also. maybe we'll have you on the first episode then, since yeah. maybe we'll talk about that. We'll figure that out. Because maybe it we'll, is WrestleMania. Yeah, so. maybe we'll have, like, a special guest. But it's we're not going to be able to record it until after WrestleMania, and you have to go to bed after WrestleMania. It's like 11.30 when WrestleMania ends. Okay. We'll you talk guys about... think you guys are going to do a follow-along thing like you guys do on the Unknown Podcast? No. I, this I is the don't. Unknown Wrestling Podcast. Yes. Taggart also has, like, work the next morning. I do, too, yeah. You have work the next morning. Yeah. So. Yeah. So next weekend is going to... I mean, this weekend was awesome, as you're about to hear. Wait, in, I'm uh, pretty sure I have spring break during that. Uh, I think um, you go back the next. I think you go. Ba- if I go back the next day, you do. I, you go I, back to school the day after WrestleMania. So I go back to school April eleventh. No, April eighth is WrestleMania. I think. I'm pretty sure it's April tenth. No, I don't think so. Oh my it goodness! It is I'm almost April eighth. You go back to school April 9th. Side note: Easter is on April Fool's Day this year. So if you have kids that do Easter egg hunts. Go outside and be like, okay, kids, time to find the Easter eggs. <laughs> There's no Easter eggs. Don't hide any of the Easter eggs. And then, like, after 20 minutes goes by and they start to get mad, be like, April Fool's. <laughs> Some cu- one, of my, one of my customers at work told me that, and I thought that was just the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. I wish I could do if that. If we do that with, like, mommy and people, yeah. you guys got to do that. That would be, that would be well, so Well, it's kind of moving to now because I know about yeah. it. Yeah. And we're actually not going to be in town for Easter. We're going down to Red River Gorge next weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm sorry. So, I got that wrong. Next weekend is not Mania. It's two weeks from yeah. now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Next week is so next week predictions. We, um, next weekend, we're going to be out of town all weekend long. Yes. So, our predictions... It's going to be two weeks from right now when we do our predictions before yeah. we'll have to record the episode like on Saturday or something. Yeah. So that's two weeks from now. Wait, I've, are I've, we leaving on the, th- on the 30th? Yeah. Friday Friday the 30th, we head out of town to go to the Gorge for the weekend. So the 29th is a... Thursday. Okay. All right, so that's the yeah. So okay. I'm sorry, I'm. Not, I, I said nothing next. Nothing about wrestling. I'll talk to you yeah, after that. I said, I said, uh, I said next week, but technically I've got that all mixed, missed up. It's uh, it's two weeks from yes. now is when WrestleMania is, but we won't be able to record next week, and because we will be out of town for the weekend. Yes. So we'll record the weekend after that, and that's so yeah. Yes. Sorry for I, I was we thinking WrestleMania to, was next week. We might have to like. Uh, and that'll no, be episode not, thirty. Not, not all storylines will be made completely yet so you might not have a scorecard to do yet no the scorecard will be uh 
released on, I think, that Thursday before WrestleMania is when they okay. are releasing the scorecard. So tomorrow and Tuesday is going to be the big wrap-up of where no, they go still got, WrestleMania. but they've still got a week after that, too. Yeah. here. I mean, here soon we'll basically know all of the matches yeah. for the most part. We know most of them already. We do. For the most part, they've got everything all figured out. And it sounds like... And- but now it sounds like a Brian. pretty cool WrestleMania. Yeah, this I mean year. it does. It sounds like a pretty besides solid like a card. couple matches. Yeah, I'm, I'm I really am looking forward to it. I really am. We'll see. Especially maybe the Undertaker match. I don't, I don't know yet, but maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Have you Have you heard about that stuff? Helmet Cena. That okay? You gotta say maybe. that sounds like a cool match. Possibly. Okay. Possibly, it has but potential to possibly be a cool match. We do That's about have, the best I can give. We it. do have one more kind of bigger news now, which is. Which is, so originally this show is on my YouTube channel. Yeah. And we are now switching it to the Howdy Inc. YouTube channel. Which is where it should have been from the beginning. Yes. But Lane was really invested into his YouTube channel at that point. using it. So he was like, I'd really like for the show to be on my YouTube channel. So that's why it is and has been for these 29 episodes. Um... But starting with episode 30, which will be that WrestleMania episode, it doesn't really make much of a difference to anybody, but it will be on the Howdy Inc. channel from here on out. So just make sure you're subscribed to the Howdy Inc. channel on YouTube so that you get notifications when we go live for this stuff, just like you do now with Lane's channel. Yep. Sorry, Lane, don't want to leave you with no viewers on your channel, but we're going to start. Yeah. I don't upload anymore. Yeah, so we're going to, uh, but you can start doing, like, you can make a whole big WrestleMania weekend That's thing. That's probably like what said, I'm going to do. And that'd be awesome. Uh, but but we are since gonna... this episode might not be on my YouTube channel, people might not know that, and it just might be boom. Yeah. It happen all of a sudden. Absolutely. You got to post that on Twitter. Because yeah. uh, I need the views. Okay. Uh, so just make sure you're subscribed to Howdy Inc. on YouTube. If you search Howdy Inc. on YouTube, there's two different ones that come up. One of them is uh, not us. And uh, it's got like some weird avatar. Uh, but if you look for the Beer Chug logo guy, that's us. Yeah. Uh, so subscribe to that and turn on your notifications so that when does we go live. Does more subscribers than you? Like yeah, it, it does have more subscribers than we do. Yeah. Uh, I have more videos though, yeah. but uh, they, that's always so annoying. It when is you, annoying when somebody has like one or two videos and one video like went viral for like a day and has like a couple thousand views. Yeah, and then you have a video that has a couple hundred views. Yeah, and then has lots of those. Yeah, so there's, there's just make sure you get the right howdying. Subscribe to the right one. Uh, so yeah. starting next week, we will uh, we'll be doing our live streams for. Howdy Radio on there. Technically yep. two weeks from now. So just yep. make sure you're subscribed and turn on your notifications. That's really all there is to it. That's also oh, that's also where we ever. do the Unknown Podcast, and that is where we'll be doing the Unknown Wrestling Podcast. So everything's all on one no. channel instead of spread out to Lane's channel as well. Because it's just going to be like me, you, and Taggart, and like Mama and Tyler. We should live stream our reactions to like the, t- to the um, Lucha Underground stuff and like that stuff. But not, not WrestleMania because other people will be around and stuff. We could okay. just, like, set the laptop, like, over on the coffee table. Just have, like, a panoramic shot okay. of everyone. That's fine by me. 
That sounds like a really good idea. Yeah, so let's do that. So everybody, make sure you stay subscribed to Lane, but make sure you're also subscribed to Howding. That's yes. really about it. All right, so seriously, we've got a really long show here. Yes. Uh, Tyler and I are about to talk for a good amount of time about um, Horror Hound. Hound Weekend 2018 in Cincinnati. We had an absolute blast, and we did a lot of really cool stuff, and we want to tell you about all of it. Uh We've already recorded that part, I can say that, and uh, there's not a lot of Lane on it because it was Tyler and I that went to the thing, so publicly apologize I'm Bob to Lane. Silent Bob in this yeah, like hour and ten minutes. Yeah, so there's a, there's a good amount of time here where Lane doesn't get too much mic time, and I'm sorry about that, but me and Tyler had such a good time that we wanted to just keep talking and talking about all of the fun that we had. So here we go. Let's talk to Tyler about Horror Hound 2018. All right, everybody, welcome to the show, our special guest this week. I'm not sure how many times this makes for him on Howdy Radio, The Next Generation. I, d- I don't really care, to be honest with you. Five, he says. Uh, welcome to the show, my kid, Tyler. Hello. What's going on, ma'am? A, a lot, actually. That's true. That's why we have you on the show, right? Yeah. So... Let's tell the people what has happened. So today, uh, while we're recording this, it's Sunday. Uh, Two days ago on Friday, which was March 23rd, started the three-day horror movie convention here in Cincinnati at the Sharonville Convention Center called Horror Hound Weekend. We bought a three-day pass uh, through Groupon, actually. It was a $39 deal for all three days. Uh, but as we mentioned earlier on the show, Saturday we went up to Columbus for uh, the basketball game. So we ended up not being able to go all three days because we had to go to the basketball game. We couldn't skip that. Um, so we ended up going Friday and Sunday. Uh, we had just a huge amount of fun. So what we want to do here is we want to kind of like go through and tell people what we did and what we saw, and we're going to split it up into two segments. We're going to tell you what happened Friday, and then the ukulele musical play, and then we will tell you what happened on Sunday. So that's that. Lane did not go with us. Um, Some of these stories he might be hearing for the first time, but just because this was mine and Tyler's trip does not mean that I don't want you to talk about it as well. And you can tell us that you're mad at us for meeting all the cool people that we met, or you can say, I think it's stupid that you spent money on a piece of wood. We'll get to all of that, right? So, Tyler, Horror Hound, what do yes, you think? it was awesome. So this is your first uh, movie convention, or really any type of convention, really, right? Yeah. Ever? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I've been to, like, uh, Red's Fest a couple times, which is like a baseball convention. Oh, I went to that one. I went... The four of us yeah, went to yeah, that yeah, one yeah. time. Yeah, so we've been to Red's Fest. We've been to Cavalcade of Customs, which is like a car convention. Remember that? Me, you, and oh, Taggart yeah, yeah, went. Yeah. Uh, That's where we met uh, American Gladiators, right? Yeah, and the Bengals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, so that was a convention. So we've been to a couple conventions. Um, I have been, I had been to one horror movie convention in the past. Me and my old buddy Ryan, uh, just on a random whim drove down to florida from cincinnati ohio to go to a fangoria horror movie convention back in 2000 uh we snuck in we didn't pay to get in we got to meet all kinds of cool people and i had not been to a horror movie convention since then which i don't know why i haven't and especially with how much fun we had this weekend yeah 
So, let's start from the beginning. We got there Friday. Uh, the doors opened at 5. I think we got there right around 5, maybe. Like 4.45-ish. Okay, so real close. Um, we walk up to the front of the building. I got my little printed-off group on in hand. And the woman's like, you got to go back to door C. And we're like, all right, cool. And then we walk around the, the, the corner of the convention center. And then there's about a zillion and a half people in line to get in through uh, room to door C. So that part sucked. Yes. So we had to, but it was everybody coming to the convention for the first time for the weekend. This was the line that you had to like redeem to get your wristband for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, so everybody had to go through this line. There was no no way to go around it. Um, so that line was about an hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half or so. Yeah. Right around in there. Uh, and we were getting worried because the first thing that was on our itinerary of stuff that we wanted to do was to go to the Walking Dead panel, uh, which started at 6 o'clock. Mm -hmm. So we were in line, and we knew we were getting close. And we thought, like, well, the Walking Dead panel is going to be packed by this point, there's no way we'll be able to get in. So we finally got through the doors at like 6.10 or so. Yeah, we weren't too far off. Yeah, and uh, I wasn't familiar with how this thing was laid out. I didn't know where we were going. I didn't know where any of the different halls were, but we had a little map, and uh, it didn't take long to figure out where the stuff was. Uh, so we went directly to the, uh, the room where they did all the panels, and we made it in for the Walking Dead panel. Uh, which, so that was our first thing, the very first thing we did, Walking Dead panel. Well, before we got to the Walking Dead panel, we did have to, like, walk through, like, this other main room that had, like, all the different, like, vendors set up, and already, like, right off the bat, I was like, oh my god, I want to buy everything here. <laughs> but we had to go through all that to get to the other room, mm -hmm. um, so uh, we didn't have time to stop and, like, look at that stuff yet. Mm -hmm. So, tell the people what the Walking Dead panel consisted of. So we walked into the room, and it was like a huge auditorium full of people, and it was the moderator and Jason Warner Smith, who plays Gavin on The Walking Dead. Um, they, they were just, it was a typical Q&A segment where she asked a couple questions, then they also eventually went out into the audience to ask questions, and it was a pretty typical Q&A except for it was with Walking Dead people and I was there so I thought that was really cool. Yep. So it was it was just the one guy um, that was like the table that was set up like if you've ever seen like how they do panels at these kind of things it looks just like any other one. Uh, there's a table with like microphones and water bottles sitting there and there was water bottles enough for I think it was eight people. Eight people? Was it that many? Yeah. Okay. I didn't think it was quite that many but there was... I mean, However were, many there, there was were more than eight people was like maybe walking dead related there at the convention. Yeah, so there was all these water bottles on the stage and like on the, at the table on the stage, and we kind of kept thinking that like somebody else is going to come out and they're all going to keep talking about the Walking Dead. But it was just the one guy the whole time, and there was multiple other Walking Dead people that were a part of the convention. So we're not really sure why it was just the one guy. It seems like it could have been way. I'm not saying it wasn't entertaining for what it was. But if they would have also thrown in Herschel and the other guys that were there, uh -huh. uh, I feel like that would have been way more entertaining to have them all up on the stage at one time and being able to ask them all questions instead of just the one guy question. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I'm not talking trash about it. We thoroughly enjoyed it. We had a fun. We had fun listening. The guy was very entertaining with what he was saying. Um, 
So it was very fun. It was very fun. It was a very fun experience. It was our first Q and A panel at a horror con. So like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, but as we learn later, as we saw other panels, his wasn't quite as good as other ones. So, yeah. What was that? So was that? What was your takeaway from the Walking Dead panel? Like, what was? What you did? What did you learn? What did you realize? Anything like that, or? Anything about the guy, like, specifically him? Oh, I mean, I learned that he's definitely really good at panels, consist- considering he was by himself as a B-list dead character. Yeah. To be able to carry along a one-hour panel by himself. Mm-hmm. All Walking Dead related. Mm-hmm. Props to that guy. He's a, And also, afterwards, we met him, and he's a genuinely, like, really cool guy. Yeah, he was a very nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. So that was our first panel. Uh, like we got in, we we got in late, but then we were able, still able to like kind of get a seat pretty close up front because there was some open seats still available. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. So then we uh, we finished that up, and then we went to head back over to that big main room where all the vendors are and where there's other like celebrities doing their signings and stuff like that. Um, I think. The first thing we did was go to Fright Rags, is that correct? Yes. They were, like, right there in the corner, like, right where you started in the front room. Uh-huh. Uh, Fright Rags, for those that don't know, like, they sell, like, horror merchandise. They make mostly t-shirts. Uh, they do also, like, enamel pins and stuff like that. Uh, I like their stuff a lot. And it's officially licensed merchandise, so, like, people are actually getting the money that should get the money instead of somebody just making a fake Army of Darkness shirt on Etsy or whatever. So, yeah. I always liked Fright Rags. I like the work that they do uh so i kind of knew going into the convention that they were there so i i kind of knew that i wanted to spend some money at their booth Mm -hmm. and uh most of their shirts were 25 dollars, but they had a little table of shirts that were on clearance for 10 bucks and i found uh so here's where it comes into handy if you're watching us on youtube because we're actually going to use youtube here to like show the cool things that we got so if you're listening to the podcast version i'm sorry you're actually going to miss out on a little bit of the fun this time. Get back. You've been locking Tyler's face all the Oh, okay. Um, so here is... Sorry, we're not used to doing stuff for the camera. Usually we don't really care about the YouTube. But So here is the, uh, the Halloween shirt that I bought. It's just the cover, the poster of the first movie. But it was on clearance for 10 bucks. So I was like, I can't pass up an awesome yeah. Halloween shirt for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I was still like, well, they'll still, of course, have all the other shirts for the whole weekend. So I still, I was still thinking, like, I might buy an Evil Dead shirt because that's kind of what I was wanting to get. But then as you'll see why I ended up not being able to buy another Evil Dead shirt. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that was my first purchase right off the bat. Boom, 10 bucks at Fright Rags. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that was an awesome purchase. I haven't wore the shirt yet, but 10 bucks for a cool Halloween shirt. Absolutely awesome mm-hmm. deal i think uh so then tell them about kind of once 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 we left fright rags and we started wandering through like the aisles of all these vendors um what do you think what was some cool stuff you saw what was what was the feel of the room you think it was a very accepting kind of room okay like like sometimes like people are hesitant to like be horror geeks but like that was literally everyone who was in the room yeah. there was there was no jock in the corner just there to judge every single person who was there. Yeah. It was just all people just for one cause, all yeah. just hanging out together, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And it's that's the 
I like that's what I love about concerts so much is that like you know in my everyday life like I don't encounter a lot of people that are really into the same stuff I am they're not you know horror movies aren't the biggest thing in the world and like the bands I listen to are kind of you know the same thing they're not mm-hmm. the biggest thing in the world but when you go to something like this or you go to a concert or whatever like you're surrounded by just all like-minded people like you might all have completely different opinions on everything else but at least you've got this that you like have in common mm-hmm. and that's enough to like make everybody be nice to each other and talk to each other and stuff like that the whole weekend so Definitely. yeah so tell them kind of explain like the different vendors and stuff so you walked around and it was separate people at separate booths who had their own kind of merchandise or little accessories that they did some of them were like done by themselves some of them were just people selling products made by somebody else mm-hmm. um, one of the thing one of the first things we saw was a person who did horror movies as comic book covers yeah and I thought that was really cool like in the bottom left it explained what comic it was from yeah like what it was inspired by yeah or it said an homage to an homage to yeah spider-man number one or whatever yeah like one of them was um it was Jason like elbow dropping uh Freddy Krueger as like a Freddy versus Jason kind of yeah Easter egg kind of thing and that was based off of Batman comics so I thought that was really cool yeah there was a lot of, uh, I mean, there was a lot of t-shirt sales. Like, there was definitely not mm-hmm. a shortage on the amount of t-shirts that you could buy there. And But, I mean, there was a ton of good ones. I mean, there was just, I I could wear... And a lot of Rowdy Piper. Yeah, there was a lot of Rowdy Piper, which we thought was a little weird. He was in They Live, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't know he was quite that predominant of a figure that would be represented like that at a horror movie con. But yeah, that was Rowdy Piper stuff all over the place. Is that's that the weird. movie that's I came here to chew bubblegum? Might be. Honestly, probably. Maybe. I don't know the answer to that, I guess. I think that was just a wrestling saying, though. I don't think that was... No, no, no. That was, in, that that was in, in a his movie. movie. Was it? Okay. I well, came then here it to might chew bubblegum and kick some bud, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Yeah. Maybe like it he was, was robbing a bank or something. I remember seeing... I know mm-hmm. I watched They Live when I was a kid... But I think I've only seen it just the one time. I don't really remember anything else about it. Gotcha. Maybe I should watch it again and realize, like, oh, wow, that's why they sell Rowdy Piper stuff all over the place. I don't know. Gotcha. So tons of T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of uh, a bunch of Funko Pops. Yeah. If you're into Pops, um, this was a good place for you. And it was cool because... Like, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of tired of Fungo Pops. Not that I don't like them, but, I mean, you see them everywhere you go. So, But the, the difference here was is that you got to see a bunch of the ones that you never get to see in the stores because they're always gone. Yeah. So, like, these ones were, you know, people were selling them for, like, 25 or 30 bucks or whatever, which is a markup from how much they would be in the store, of course, but they're the hard-to-find ones, so yeah. therefore they are <laughs> more valuable. But it was cool to be able to see, like, oh, there's, like, all of the Stranger Things ones together. Like, mm-hmm. you don't get to see that when you walk into Hot Topic and look at theirs. They don't yeah. have those still. They're all gone because the employees all bought them when they took them out of the box when they came in. Yeah. That's how that works. So it was cool to see some Funkos that we don't normally get to see. Mm-hmm. I personally had no interest in buying really any of them. I mean, there was a couple that I was like, oh, that's a good one. But I didn't yeah. want... I didn't bring money to spend on Funkos. And there were those pixelated ones? I don't know. It was a bunch I of like 8-bit looking ones. I still don't was... know what's up with that. Apparently that's a yeah. thing that Funko's doing now is 8-bit sure everything. Is. Yeah. Because there was a ton of those all over the place. 
Uh, so shirts everywhere, uh, little trinkets and stuff that like people make. That uh, a lot of posters, a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of art type stuff. Um, like one that I thought that was cool was this guy that had his own little booth. Was uh, he's like a Blu-ray? I can't remember his name, but it was like a Blu-ray DVD cover artist. So like when yeah. they uh you know when a when a new movie gets put out on Blu-ray or whatever they need somebody to do the cover art for it and like this was the guy that did it and he had like Bubba Hotep which is a Bruce Campbell movie and stuff and like he had done that and like you know he a very very awesome artist so it was cool to see something like that yeah and then there was other artists that were just doing like uh like reproduction type posters and stuff but like in a different style of art than they normally were or whatever it was cool mm-hmm. to see a lot of a lot of different stuff like that i mean you could ju- if you're into this kind of stuff which if you're there you obviously are uh you could just spend so much money there yeah and i mean people were i mean there was people walking around with bags that had like four poster tubes in it and mm-hmm. like they're carrying around like a box of funkos and stuff and yeah uh, remember the guy we saw, uh, we were walking through one of the aisles and we saw like this ridiculous, like 200 and something dollar, uh, candy dish bowl that yeah. was Freddie, like holding a candy dish. And like, we it was looked, a cereal bowl. uh, okay. No, it wasn't a cereal bowl. It was a candy dish. Are you, are you sure about I'm that? I'm 100% positive it was okay. candy dish. Yeah. It was like, he was holding it for somebody to take the candy out of gotcha. the okay. thing. And we kind of looked at it and we both kind of laughed like, you know, that's definitely what I need is a 200 and something dollar Freddy Krueger candy dish. And then like two hours later, some guy walked past us and he had it in his hand and he bought it. Yeah. So like, obviously he needed it that bad. I mean, it would be a pretty cool thing to leave yeah, out was, for trick-or-treaters. Yeah. I mean, if you got the money to spend on stuff like <laughs> yeah. that, then right on. But of course that's nowhere Talks in my budget. to you budget. in the first place. If you can drop 250 bucks for a candy jar. Yeah. I mean, it was cool looking. It definitely was cool yeah. looking. But it was funny that we kind of like made a joke about it, and, and then, then like fifteen minutes later, then, watched oh, the there one it is. guy. <laughs> that guy bought it. it. Um, all right. So what else? Uh, I guess at that point, we uh, we did we do this first, or did we do these others first? We did this first. Okay, so Tyler uh, bought something. So here comes yes. our awesome YouTube again. See, this is if you're watching, if you're doing the podcast version, you are so missing out now because you really need to see this. So there was an artist there that uh, did like these animation cell looking art pieces mm-hmm. that are uh, combo kids cartoon slash horror. So the one Tyler got that you're seeing right now on YouTube, if you're watching, mm-hmm. is combination of uh, what Friday the 13th movie is this from? Six. End of six. End of beginning six. Of seven. Beginning of seven. He's got the chain around his neck. He's being held underwater. And uh, the two fish from Finding Nemo are swimming up to him and, like, looking at his face. And, like, they're really – well – the one fish is very happy to see him. Yeah, I think it's cut out from the part where Dory is talking to the whale. Okay. And goes to touch it, but then, like, Martin is freaking out, like, you should not go up to that whale, you are a tiny little fish. Yeah. So I think it's, like, cut out directly from that scene. Awesome. So it's a, it's a Friday the 13th Finding Nemo mashup. So mm-hmm. that's what this guy did. And uh, so, again, and if you're... And he signed it. Yeah, and he signed it. So it was cool. Like, he, uh, Tyler said, I want this one. He's like, cool. So he, like, pulled it out of his, you know, big thing that he had all of his prints in. 
and then but he took it out of the little protective piece and signed it for him and just mm-hmm. little signature down in the bottom not like some big obtrusive look at me artist or anything like that yeah. just a just a regular you know artist print type thing mm-hmm. uh so then he put it back down in the thing and it, it was 10 bucks and it's an extremely little cool piece of art so this yeah. guy had just all kinds of ones there was one that was scooby-doo slash uh Ash from Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. There was uh, a Pennywise one that was uh, like Ronald McDonald down in the little sewer, and then it had Gene from Bob's yeah. Burgers like in the big hamburger costume. And like, I can still imagine like, exactly what he would say. He would be like, "I'm not supposed to talk to strangers, but all right." Yeah, and we like had a conversation like with the artist guy. Like yeah. we can see like Gene like saying something really stupid in that moment, and the artist guy was like, "Yeah, but I can't figure out exactly what it is." We can hear, like, some stupid type of joke that Gene would make. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler said that. And he's like, yeah, that's a good one. And uh, so that's what that was Tyler's first purchase, mm-hmm. which uh, is super cool. Uh, and we went back up to him today. And I said, hey, we, we got something from you the other day. But uh, we were talking to him. And he's like, you know, sometimes I come up with these ideas that are, like, really crazy. And I don't think anybody's going to dig them. But then they end up being, like, one of the best-selling ones, which is what the yeah. Bob's Burgers one that he said. So I had to go back up to him and said, okay, the next one that you do needs to be a BoJack Horseman one, just yeah. because I'm currently obsessed with BoJack. So I was like, here's your challenge. Make a BoJack one and see what uh-huh. you can do. And he's like, all right, cool. So that yeah. was that. What else? Then did we do this other stuff? Did this pause up? Yes. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Okay. The, it, says it's, it says it's still going up there. Okay. It, so it we don't know like if just, our YouTube is still just working just a second ago, though. Okay, we're going to keep running. Just keep talking. Everybody keep talking. And we're going to, we might end up with just audio here, but we've been having some problems with this YouTube live stream all day. So if if it we, fails we did, out on us, we did this next. okay, if it kind of craps out <laughs> on us, then I'm sorry. So from there, all right, so we bought that for Tyler. Uh, then there was what might have been my favorite part of the weekend. We, uh, we got to the Troma booth. Yeah. Troma is uh, the company they've been around forever that did Toxic Avenger. That is most that's their main thing that they're known for, but they've made about eight and a half billion other movies in the last forty years that they've been in existence. Alright, can you bring just back up my um, Audacity and my simple note for me? Because this definitely is not working. Well bummer, that sucks. Sorry for the live stream people. But we're going to just focus on the audio at this point. I don't know why YouTube has to suck. So we uh, we went to the trauma booth. And who was at the trauma booth signing autographs and meeting everybody and being extremely weird and awesome was Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's the man. He's the he's the main guy of trauma. He uh, created, he directed, and all that stuff, uh, the Toxic Adventure. So... There was just a little line to meet him. Uh, go on my Instagram to see pictures of this. Uh, there was a little line, and uh, we waited in line. And as we were waiting in line, I was like, I want to buy something to have him autograph. So I spent 20 bucks, and, well, I guess the stream isn't working anymore. Uh, yeah, the camera completely off. Yeah, it is. All right, so I spent uh, 20 bucks on a copy of the Toxic Adventure Blu-ray. So that I could have Lloyd Kaufman sign that, because of course that makes the most sense to me. 
But what was really cool, too, though, was that, like, if you didn't have something for him to sign, he had, like, a couple different stacks of these different 8x10s mm-hmm. that had pictures of him on there yeah. that he would sign and give you. And you didn't have to pay for it. You didn't pay for an autograph. You didn't pay for a picture. Me and Tyler took a picture with him and Toxic Avenger and all these other weird characters that he had with him and stuff. And it was, like, this awesome, like, grand posed picture that they did. Yeah. It was free. Like, I mean, they didn't ask for a dime. Um, I did spend 20 bucks at their booth, but I didn't have to. I could have had the exact same experience and just been given a photo. So uh-huh. that was extremely cool. But now I have a Blu-ray that says, To Tyler and Brandon. And it says, You are gods. Because that's what he said. And then Lloyd Kaufman's name across it. And we ended up with an awesome picture out of it. Uh-huh. And uh, my goal for the Horror Hound weekend was to meet and get a picture with Lloyd Kaufman. And I didn't want to pay for it. Because I knew he was doing, like, the photo ops where you had to pay for him. But I was like, I know he just, like, meets fans and, like, you don't have to pay for it. So that was my goal. And that happened, like, r- very soon after we had got there. Like, yeah. we didn't have to like wait long. Two hours in, maybe? Yeah. And uh, so that was a very, very, <clears throat> very cool experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially for me. Not to say Tyler didn't enjoy it. But I, I loved those movies back in the day. So I was very glad I got to meet him. So that was awesome. And, I mean, he stood there for hours after we met him just i mean he just walked into the room we saw him and he stayed up until closing yeah he stayed at his booth just signing and meeting people just all night long and not like here's your autograph get out of the way like he uh like i mean he spent time with everybody and i mean that was kind of the theme that we kind of realized as we started meeting more people later on was that like everybody was kind of like you know willing to talk to you for a minute nobody was like here's your stuff get out of here kind of thing really yeah Uh, So that was that. Um, So that was awesome, meeting Lloyd Kaufman. So that's one of the coolest things I own at this point now. So what else? After that, we kind of just walked around and uh, found some of the stars that had booths set up. And Mm -hmm. uh, going into this, we knew that I didn't have a ton of money. And it kind of cost a ton of money to get pictures and autographs from people at these kind of things. A lot of them were like thirty or forty dollars for a picture, and thirty-four dollar, thirty or forty dollars for an autograph. Some of them were more than that. Some of them had like combo deals if you wanted autograph and photo. It was like sixty bucks. I mean, one of the Walking Dead guys was sixty for an autograph and sixty for a photo, or a hundred dollar. I think yeah. it was combo deal. Yeah. And uh, I don't have that kind of money. So, and we knew going into it that, like, all these people are here, and uh, but we're not going to be able to spend that kind of money. But what we were able to do, and what we weren't, we weren't really sure right off the bat because we had never been to something like this. Yeah. We weren't really sure, like, can we just walk up and, like, just say hey and shake their hand? Like, I don't care if I don't get a picture or an autograph, but it'd still be cool to meet them. So we kind of tested the water with, uh, who was the first one that we met? Chris Sullivan, the guy who plays. No, that was today. Hold on, you're skipping ahead. We're back, We're still back on Friday. Oh. Friday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that would have been, uh, I think the first one was, was it the first one, the Walking Dead guy? Yeah. All right, so the first one was the uh, Jason Warner Smith guy, the same guy that we had just saw in the Walking Dead panel. Mm-hmm. So we uh, went up to him, and we're like, hey, you know, not really a picture kind of thing, but, like, we just wanted to say hi. You know, we're big fans of the show and just wanted to say what's up. And, uh, and they were all very receptive to that. So we obviously yeah. weren't the only ones that you know, didn't have money to spend on that kind of stuff. 
And uh, for the most part, everybody was was really cool, and they were like, you know, they they still wanted to spend time with the fans that weren't paying them the extra money. So, uh-huh. so that was the first person you met was that guy. Yes. And uh, so that was awesome. That was like your first. We'll keep count. So out of the all of the Walking Dead stars you've met, that was the first one. Uh huh. So then we also went uh, went up to who else? We got the uh, the teacher. From Stranger Things, uh-huh. which is Randy Havens. He plays the science teacher in Stranger Things. And he's Mr. awesome. Clark. Mr. Clark. And he's awesome. Like, his character is, like, so great on yeah. that show, right? Like, you yeah. love his character on there. So we got to meet that guy. And uh, mm-hmm. and he was super nice. Same thing. Just went up, you know, wanted to say hi. Loved the show. Mm-hmm. And he was thankful for us coming and saying hi. Shook our hands. Was he one of the Limp Fish guys? Yes. All right. So tell him that. Okay, so apparently, at first I thought it was just a non-paying customer kind of thing, but apparently the Stranger Things cast, if you don't pay, you get a limp fish when they go shake your hand. So a crappy handshake yeah. is what you get. Um, I, yeah, so that Across happened. the to... board with everyone else we met. Everyone else was super polite, yeah. whether it was Walking Dead or other people. Yeah. But the Stranger Things guys were not, were not having it. Maybe it was a bad night or something. Yeah. So at first, like, that was my thing was like, well, we didn't pay for the stuff. So maybe they were like, that's their way of like, I'm not giving you a great handshake because you didn't pay me. But Mm -hmm. it didn't end up being that way as we went through the weekend. So that was him. Uh-huh. Uh, then we walked over and... Um, we met the Demogorgon. We met the Demogorgon. Mark Steger is this guy's name. Uh, to be honest with you, me and Tyler both did not know that... Lane, did you know that there was like a person in... The demigorgon like no, costume no. or like I thought we, it was just CGI. Exactly. So we uh we saw his name there and we're like, well, we want to go say hi to him, but I don't know who he played in the show. So uh, we Googled it real quick before we walked up to the table. It's like, oh my god, he plays the demigorgon. How cool is that? Uh-huh. So then once we walked up to the table, then he had all of his eight by tens laid out on the table and those pictures of him like in the costume and stuff, and it was like, okay, if we would have just walked up to the table, we would have learned what we needed to know. But I wanted to know who he was before we walked up to the table. Yeah. So uh, we went up to him, and he was super nice and just shook his hand. And that was that was pretty much it for him. Uh-huh. So we uh, we got to meet some cool people. That was uh, that was everybody that we met that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw a couple other people. There was a couple people from uh, The Walking Dead that we did not meet that day that we did not meet at all right because they weren't there when we went back later correct yeah so we missed a couple walking dead people um danielle harris from halloween four and five uh she was there and we didn't get to meet her uh and looking back now i'm kind of mad at myself because i have an awesome dvd copy of halloween five that is signed by don shanks the guy that played michael myers in halloween five I'm so dumb. I should have took that with me and paid for her autograph on that cover. To have both of them on there would be such a cool piece to have yeah. both of those autographs. But I didn't think of that. So, oh well. I didn't end up getting to meet her, but that's all right. So that was uh, Friday. What did we did we buy anything else on Friday? No. Nope. Oh yeah, yeah. You got your mask. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can't show it now, but the YouTube. Uh, this guy did. Uh, he had just kind of all kinds of cool little like homemade stuff at his booth, and uh, this one was a really cool Friday the Thirteenth mask. Like it's it's really good quality. Like it's a nice hard plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got nice little button pieces on it, and the blood splatter that's on it is just really really cool looking. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it was sixteen bucks, so that was yeah. that was it was kind of right beside the Fright Rags booth that we went to right at the beginning. This was one of the first and things that was, I saw. That was one, one of the, the first, first things yeah. I wanted to get, but that was down the first aisle, so yeah. we we figured out where everything else was before we finally made the decision to yeah. get this. And then we were kind of done for Friday night, and then we we're like, all right, so what? Else? I was like, you know, we still got a few more bucks if you want to buy something. And he was like, I want that mask. So we went back over there. And uh, he told me one of the masks, and he actually like had a couple different ones that he had made, and he kind of put them out on the table. He's like, you know, just whichever one you think is the coolest looking one, go for it. Uh-huh. So he picked out one, and I mean, the... and he seemed to like my decision. Yeah, he seemed to be like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I get he uh, he he you bought his favorite one, I guess. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, and it, I mean, it is. It's awesome looking. It's mm-hmm. it's a very cool looking prop. It doesn't look like the the crappy blood splatter that you get like at the the one that you buy at the Halloween store like, like there's it, one single line of yeah, blood that just goes from looks, one corner to the next it looks super cool it's a, it looks like it's a very and well it made that he bought it just as white yeah and it looks like he does all the discoloration yeah. and blood splatter yeah yeah it's a very cool looking piece I wish we could show it off on the YouTube right now yeah um oh well so but that's what he got there and uh it was awesome I don't want to mess with any more of that lane I was just yeah, seeing. I got gotcha. you. It was still live. Yeah. I think it is still live. It is. I, so I was I just checking. I don't know exactly what had happened. I don't know if it's recording audio. I don't know what's happening. It, it is. is. It is. Okay. Let's let's just move on. Yep. Where my uh? All right. So that was our our Friday. I <clears> think right. Yep. All right, so so I mean we we walked away from our first horror movie con day at the end of it, and I mean we were both just buzzing like crazy. It was so much fun. We had mm-hmm. just an absolute blast. It was fun. Uh, one thing was like the Fangoria magazines. I got to like thumb through some of the booths had like old Fangos for sale, and it was cool looking at those again. And of course, being the old man that I am, I'm like back in my day, Fangoria is how you read about horror movies. Um. Yeah, that's that, it. That's exactly how you said it. Yep. Exact tone of voice. Yep. So that was that. Uh, there was one thing that like I did see that I did not buy. There was uh, a piece of Evil Dead Two cabin that they had there, and Tyler's like, "You should buy it." And I was like, "I kind of already spent enough money, so I kind of left it there." But uh, stay tuned, because you might hear about that part uh, in our Sunday segment. Bum bum bum. All right, so uh, Saturday we went up to Columbus to watch the basketball team win state, and then Sunday morning back to Horror Hound 2018 Cincinnati. Extravaganza. Right. So we uh, we knew today was going to be a couple days or a couple uh, a couple panels that we really wanted to see. So uh, today opened up at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. We got there maybe 10.30, 10.40 or so. And that was a pretty good line outside to get in still because the doors weren't open yet. Uh, but once yeah. the doors opened at 11, uh, it was much, much, much quicker than it was Friday because now everybody had their wristbands. So instead of having to scan your tickets and give people wristbands, you just had to walk through the door and show them that you had a wristband. So this the, the process of getting in today was a million times easier and quicker than it was on Friday, mm-hmm. which made it to where we could 
very quickly get over to the Q&A room because we knew we wanted to watch the first two panels of the day, maybe the first three panels of the day, but we knew we wanted to watch the first two panels of the day. So we were able to get over there very quickly. They had not even opened the doors to the Q&A room yet, uh, and we were basically standing right at the door that was going to be open. So I was like, we're going to have a killer seat uh-huh. for these panels. Uh so then uh, we didn't get a program or whatever it was called uh, today for the Sunday. I was like, I need a program. So I told Tyler, I was like, run over there and grab us a program real quick. I'll stand here. And then as soon as he goes over there to get a program, they ended up opening the doors to the Q&A room. I'm like, oh, crap. Like They're letting us early. in. Yeah, they like way early. They said that they were opening them at noon, which didn't exactly make sense since it was starting at noon. But yeah. they said that that's when they were opening them. Uh, but, I mean, it was maybe quarter after 11 by this point and they opened the doors we went in uh they were like first three rows are for vip so you can sit anywhere after that so i think we were in like the fifth row maybe maybe sixth row uh, sixth fifth, row fifth i think row. okay so we had we were almost dead center we yeah. had a fantastic spot so we uh we just kind of sat there for 45 minutes and waited and the first uh panel that we were there for at noon was guardians of the galaxy guardians of the galaxy which is not horror but they had a panel there and it was possibly the highlight of the weekend probably kind of for sure the highlight of the weekend (laughs) so this panel consisted of chris sullivan and michael rooker chris sullivan plays taser face and michael rooker plays yondu and he also was in mall rats Yes. Oh, yeah, and The Walking Dead. Yeah. So, that was... And the Taser Face guy was also on This Is Us. Yes, he mentioned that uh, during the panel as well. So, the first... Uh, it was an hour-long panel. The first half was just Chris Sullivan. I think I think Michael Rooker was running behind. Maybe they had it planned for it to be half and half like that. I'm really not sure. But it kind of seemed like he it was seemed, running behind because yeah. he Chris Sullivan kind of made a couple jokes of like, when's the other guy going to get here or something like that. So uh, it was about what time did Rooker end up getting there? Around 35. Like Around 11.35. A little, a little over halfway. 12.35. Um, at that point, things went absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he came in the room and just was burst energy just everywhere. Just he went absolutely crazy, and he, he starts came in through the back door just yelling. Yeah, and he never stopped yelling. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, he, he came didn't in. Didn't even need a mic. He could have screamed yeah. the whole thing. So he was like, uh, he was like, open up those back doors back there. You know, let everybody in. Let everybody be able to hear us. And uh, and he was just crazy, and it was hysterical. Mm-hmm. So then. Uh, that just went on for a couple few minutes or whatever and then it was like okay well it's time to do the actual q a part like the audience has some questions <laughs> and at that point it was what time maybe like 12 50 or yeah. something 12 45 12 50 they were getting the five minute they were warning. given five minute warning and rooker just burst into sprints yep like this guy's just like, I'll come to you for yep. the first person, and he didn't stop from there. Yep. He ran to everybody individually. So the way all these other panels work is like there's there's the moderator, that's <laughs> the woman that was sitting up on stage with the people, and then there was a woman that was out in the audience that was the microphone person, and she would go up to the person that had a question, and she would put the microphone up to their face, and they would say, hi, I'm such a big fan, blah, 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 all the stupid pointless crap, and then they would get to their question, and then... That's not how this one worked. So Michael Rooker and Chris Sullivan just stormed the crowd, 
and uh, with microphones in hand and just run up to people asking and they start asking their questions. He gives the most, they were both just given the dumbest, shortest, most hilarious answers yeah. that they could. So it also interrupted them anytime they tried to give the cliche, yeah. stereotypical beginning. Like, I'm a huge fan of your work. Yeah, I know. Shut I know, up. What's right. your question? What's your question? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was hilarious. You're in a bunch of classic movies. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm now, what's aware your question? of that. Yes, I know what movies I've been in. Um, so what we're going to do is here, I recorded uh, the well, the quick fire segment of their yeah. Q&A. I got it on video. So most importantly, go watch it on my personal, not on the Howdy Inc., but on my personal YouTube channel. It's like almost four minutes of it. Uh, it went on a couple extra minutes, but I didn't get the whole entire thing. Uh, but I got a good chunk of it, and it's hilarious. So what I'm going to do is here is I'm going to take the audio from it, and we're going to play that for you people right now. Today is the anniversary of Pearl. Uh, it is. Oh, okay. Then what happens? <laughs> My question is, can we have a wheelchair race? No. <laughs> right behind you, Rebecca. Oh, straight, oh, yeah. straight, straight ahead of you, right yeah. there. Oh my God, I, I don't know where to go. She's got the mic already. She's got the mic. There we go. What's your, what's your question? <laughs> the lady behind you. What I wanted to ask is that you've been such an... Yes, go ahead. In, uh, so many classic movies from Garlington. Yeah, I know. What's your question? I want to know who was your favorite character that you've ever played? I don't have favorites. All right. <laughs> what's your question? Do the whistle. <laughs> How about a question for this young man right here? Can I have a hug? No, no hug. I give you the hug, Nick. All right, come here. Quickly, quickly now, come on. Did you like being in The Walking Dead or Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Get money. Get. How about you? What do you owe money for? I don't owe money. You owe money? You owe me money, you know that. You owe money. Money. Rooker, I'm gonna get my money. I owe you money. You owe me money. <laughs> you owe me money. No, you. <laughs> I didn't pay. Hey, we I didn't pay you out some money, dude. <laughs> you know how my mind works. My I owe you this money. This lady right here. <laughs> stupidest person you had to work with and why? We don't work with stupid people. <laughs> right here. Go, go ahead. How was it killing Taser Face? I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you gotta get yourself a photo opportunity somewhere. Right here, Roker, right here. Take it, girl, what's your Can doing? Can we start doing shots what now? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> if you, if you want to take a photo, you better take it. Don't be asking stuff. What's your question, baby? How does the death of Yondu affect me? Oh, you can tell. <laughs> right here, right here. Was Mary Poppins improvised? No, of course not. Michael. That was written. Would you like a chocolate covered pretzel? Shut up. <laughs> Come on, get out of here. Question, girl. Your least favorite alcoholic drink? I don't drink alcohol. <laughs> Right here, Roger. I eat it! <laughs> yes, sir, go ahead, sir. Louder, sir! Louder! Do you know when the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie is coming out? Do you know? I don't. 
I don't either. <laughs> Do you know when the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie comes out? No, I don't. Do you have a question? 2020. Well, what's it like working with who? Jay Muse. Who is Jay Muse? <laughs> it was a great experience. He loved it. So, how did you feel about the scene between you and um, you and Morgan Reedus? What about it? When Burl um, died. And he said, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'm dead. I'm dead in that scene. I have no feelings. God. What's the next role that you want to play, Mr. Rucker? I, the one that pays me the most. Alright. Hello, sweetheart. So that was that. That was, that uh, was hilarious. That was hilarious. So, uh, I, it started off with somebody saying something about how, like, today's the anniversary of when Merle died. And he's like, yeah, what's your point? And like, he just moved on from there. Uh, he's my, like, that's cool. Ran away. Yeah. And then, uh... One of my favorites was uh, this little kid that was sitting right in front of us. He uh, gets the microphone in his little cute little kid voice. He's like, which did you like working on better? The Walking Dead or Guardians of the Galaxy? And yes. Rooker's like, yes. Right, the, right away. <laughs> and then even he started laughing. <laughs> yeah. you can, in my video, you can see him like after he says yes and walks away. Like He starts laughing like, what, did I, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, but then my favorite out of all of the questions that were in the quick fire segment was when somebody said, would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? That was the best part and then Rooker was like shut up <laughs> and uh obvious small rats reference for hopefully everybody hopefully everybody knows that um so that was my favorite part of that and also someone asked what it was like working with Jason Mewes and he said Jason Mewes who's that and just yeah. kept walking <laughs> and then also kind of cracked up as he was walking yeah. away from that Chris Sullivan also. said it was great he had a fun experience yeah. so not to take anything away from Chris Sullivan because he was also extremely funny in this whole uh panel as well but Michael Rooker, I mean, he obviously stole the show. Like, he, him doing... Like, literally, like, he just took over the room. The moderator did. was pointless at that, at that point. He did. But I, but I don't feel like uh, Chris Sullivan was pointless. I think the two of them, like, really played off of each other yeah. very well. Like, they had very good chemistry in, in the ridiculousness that, that they were doing at that moment. Uh-huh. So definitely go on my YouTube and watch, uh, watch that for sure. It was... I think that might have been my highlight of the weekend. I, I laughed Definitely. just so hard. It was It was hysterical. a continuous five minutes of one, laughter. Yeah. One person even asked, like, one person even asked something about, like, how it felt to kill Taser Face. He's yeah. like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. It was great. I had a good time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so you, that was that was awesome. That was so funny. Um because it was kind of, I, I kept looking at my at the clock, and I was like, man, like, this panel's halfway over, and Rooker's not here. Like, not that I don't enjoy listening to what this guy has to say. Like, I, I really like Michael Rooker, and, like, I yeah. really want to see him. So it kind of sucked that he came into it late. But, man, he came in and just, I mean, he tore it down. It was yeah. it was so cool. And it, even though it was, I mean, literally, like, ten minutes of the whole entire thing, the way it all happened, it was... It was the hands down the best the entire weekend. Yeah, and the best panel without question for sure. It was just definitely. It was so so good. So that uh, that ended at one o'clock, and directly following that was Stranger Things. Stranger Things panel, which was, uh, all, I mean, really almost equally as awesome. So there was uh, there was the Demigorgon guy, which we met already. Mm-hmm. There was. Uh, uh, Mr. Clark, the teacher guy mm-hmm. that we met already, 
And then, da-da-da-da, who was the third one? Gain Maserata. Who plays... Dustin. Dustin on Stranger Things, which is, like, the coolest kid on the show. Uh-huh. Um, and he was awesome. Unfortunately, he only stayed for the first half of the panel, which also was kind of a bummer that he wasn't there for the whole hour. Yeah. But he has autographs to sign and pictures to take, and I understand that. So he's got a schedule to keep. But you would kind of think that they would schedule in an hour worth of a panel. And even, like, they gave him a five-minute warning, and he's like, you know, you've only got five minutes left, so, you know, only a couple more questions. And even Helm, he even said, like, oh, man, I really like doing these. Like, he said that out loud. Yeah. So I kind of felt bad for him that he didn't get to keep doing that. But I'm sure he also likes taking pictures with the fans, too. But yeah. Uh, Considering it was, like, enough that it was, like, $200, he was making a minute. Yeah, he, that kid had to like make so much money this weekend. Yeah, like, he, like, took the picture, and the other people were out the door in, like, 20 seconds, and yeah. it was, like, 50 a picture. Like, yeah. the dude was making Yeah, he made big some good money this weekend, for sure, because everybody wanted to be there to see him, He of probably course. made more money just in that, like, hour of photo shoot yeah. than he did in the entire two seasons of Stranger Things. Possibly. Um... But it was super cool. I mean, we had such good seats for the panel, so we were, I mean, 10 feet, 15 feet maybe away from the cast on the table. So how cool to be that close to Dustin. I mean, not Uh to take anything away from the other two characters, uh, because I really do. Like, the teacher is, like, a really, I really, really like that character a lot. Uh, But it's Dustin. I mean, I think we we got so lucky that Dustin was the one that they got for this Cincinnati one. I mean, I would have been happy with any of the kids. They all would have been awesome. Yeah. But, like, if I was able to pick one myself, like, I would pick Dustin. Yeah. So, Dustin or Eleven would be the ones that I would pick. So, mm-hmm. I was super happy that we got the opportunity to see who I would want to see out of What about, time. like, yeah. Finn, who who plays, what's his name? It's been so long since I've watched the show now. Mike. I don't, yeah. Mike. Since he was also an it, too. Yeah, that so. would be a good one for him to be at the con as well. I thought about that as well. Then it could be like, a, he could do like an it panel and yeah. that panel or something. Yeah. That he would, yeah, he would be my second choice. After Dustin, he would be my second choice. And uh, Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. I love Eleven. She's awesome. Um, so <laughs> Dustin was cool. Uh, he did the little growly thing yeah. that he does on the show. Like some, I think somebody asked him to do it, right? Yeah. And he went into like super embarrassed mode. Like I don't want to do that. Like he's obviously tired of already, already tired of doing yeah. that. But he did it, and it was awesome. Yeah. And then somebody asked him to do it again. Like three questions later, somebody was like, "Can you yeah. do it again?" He's like, "No, I, I just did." <laughs> in other words, you didn't have your camera out in time to record it, and then now you want me to do it again. So no, I was glad he after, said after he was the first person to say, "Everyone, put your phones away." Yeah, that's like, very for true. Sure yeah, was not going to ask yeah. him to put his phone out again. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Like, I mean, like out of all the panels and all the people, like, I mean, of course, everybody's always recording and taking pictures. It is what it, what it is. But nobody really had anything to say about it until he came out. And he's like, how many people right now are recording this? And, like, half the room's like, yeah. And he's like, put your phone away. He's like, just watch it. Just experience it. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's kind of cool. Like, his like, that's what he does at every panel. Like, that's at the cool. Comic-Con in San Diego, like, when it was, like, a huge room full yeah. of the entire cast. Like, he even told everyone, like, just, just be in the moment. Yeah. Just stop recording. Yeah. There's the one guy who's going to record this, and he's going to put it on YouTube. You can watch it on yeah, there if you want. exactly. So that was cool. It, it, it's cool that a kid said that, because yeah. in our world that we live in today, we're always talking about how kids can't survive without recording and all that stuff all the time. So the kid told everybody to put their phone away. So 
That yeah. was cool. Um, I don't know. I, I don't hear. Uh, what was? Do you remember any questions that was asked of Helm or anything? I don't really think. Just I'd, the growl. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, I got bothered by, and I'm sure it happens, and I know that it happens everywhere. Like, everybody's always asking, like, to be given information about, like, something that's upcoming. And it's like, why does anybody bother to ask those questions? Yeah. Like, they are not going to spoil the plot of season three at some random panel in Cincinnati at some con. Like they're obviously not going to, they obviously are not allowed to say anything like that. Yeah. So I feel like it's always, it's a, it's a waste of a question and B it's almost insulting to the actor that they are asking it of because then they have to say, I'm not allowed to say anything. Like, you know, that's what their answer is going to be. Yeah. Come up with a better question. Uh huh. And uh, there was, of course, a few of those today. And that, with Walking Dead and with Stranger Things both, it's like, what? Stop asking them. Like, obviously they're not going to tell you. And also um, with Guardians, someone asked when the third one was coming out. Yeah. And they both looked at each other and said, I have no idea. I have no clue. Uh, so Stranger Things was cool. Spoiler alert, Yondu's dead. So I don't think Wooker would have any yeah. idea when they're yeah, doing right. anything for the third exactly. one. Exactly. He's not getting a call back for the next one. Um... And then one of the cool things was after Dustin left, they uh, then there was some questions for the uh, what's the guy's name that plays the Demigorgon? Mark Stegger. Mark Stegger. So uh, turns out he's like buddy with Adam Jones, who is the guitarist of Tool, because of the whole like special effects world in L.A. is what he was talking about, mm-hmm. and he said that he recently went into the studio and got to hear some of the new Tool album. So no matter where I go, I get to hear about the new Tool album. So that was cool. Uh-huh. Um, what else? I mean, that was pretty much it for the, the panels, right? Uh, after yeah. that was, uh, was an ET panel. Uh, we thought about staying for that, but what? Uh, you took a pee by somebody. Oh yeah. Um, that was right when we got there before we yeah. even, uh, went into the, the Q and a room. Mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta go pee real quick before we go sit down for a couple hours. And, uh, I peed in a urinal right next to C. Thomas Howell, who uh, was Pony Boy in The Outsiders, mm-hmm. and he was also in E.T. And yeah. uh, so I, I peed next to C. Thomas Howell, I, right next to him, so I can always say that I did that. Uh-huh. So that's exciting. Uh, what else? So then we, the E.T. panel was after the Stranger Things panel, and we decided to not stick around for it. Um, I, just, I mean, I like E.T., but... It never knew enough about yeah. it to actually stay and like listen and be intrigued by the questions that yeah. were being asked. And uh, the way things played out, it was a good thing that we did leave because once we left there, uh, we went into another room where the uh, where the stars were doing the signings and stuff, which was actually a room that we didn't even know existed when we were there on Friday. We didn't pay that close attention to the maps. Uh-huh. And then uh, Friday night, like once we got home, I was kind of looking through the book and stuff again i'm like there's a lot of stars that we didn't see and i was like we must have missed something yeah and then i started looking through the map and there was a whole nother room of stars just dedicated to stars. there was like the main stars even yeah. like the room we were in before where we met like lloyd kaufman and the teacher and the demigorgon like those were kind of like the b guys mm-hmm. uh we missed the a room is what happened yeah so we did not miss the a room this time so we went there directly after uh the one after the stranger things panel which was really good timing i think because a lot of people were going to the et one so it kind of left this room 
not real busy. Yeah. Uh, and it was also good timing because about an hour later, a lot of these guys started going to uh, a separate place to do photo ops. So had we stuck through the ET one, that hour, like we kind of would have missed out on these next few people. And yeah. that was kind of one of the biggest parts of the weekend. Yeah. So first thing we do, Chris Sullivan, we meet him, right? First uh -huh. guy, yep. Chris Sullivan. So we met Taserface. Mm -hmm. And that was awesome. And he was super nice. Yeah. So these guys, you know, we didn't pay for the pictures. We just walked up and said, hi, super nice guy. He didn't care that we weren't buying nothing. Mm -hmm. He, uh, he, what did he say? Do you remember what he said to us? There was a couple of different interactions. I can't remember who said what. I don't no. think he didn't really have too, too much interesting really, I guess, but he was super, super nice guy. Yeah. Um, he was in no hurry to get rid of you. Like it wasn't like you're not paying. Here's your handshake. Thanks for coming. Goodbye. Like he, he was ready to sit there and talk to you for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like there was a couple different guys we told like this is our first time coming to a con together that's what I told him I told him I was like this is our first time coming to a con together and I said uh, your guys' uh, panel that you just did for Guardians yeah. I said that is now the standard of what every panel needs to be because that was like the best thing ever and he's he said like, I, I love working with Rooker it's, yeah. like I said there, it's literally completely unpredictable on what he's going to do yeah and that is true that is exactly what happened. So that was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so then we went uh, across the way and we met the man himself, Michael Rooker. We, uh -huh. we uh, went up to him. He was uh, $60 for an autograph, which yes. I most certainly did not do. Uh, and I was considering paying for a picture with him. Mm -hmm. um, we need to rewind something here for just a second. Let me finish. Let's finish this and then remind me that we need to rewind. Um, so we couldn't get a picture with him. He did 60, 60 bucks for an autograph, but he had said no selfies. Yeah. So therefore I didn't have to spend any money, but, uh, so we got to shake his hand. I said, I've been a fan since mall rats. And then, so now that we've been thinking about it, uh, one of my favorite things of Mallrats is where Brody gives Svenning the stink palm. That's uh -huh. one of the funniest, most iconic parts of Mallrats. And now Tyler and I have shook Michael Rooker's hand. So by however many degrees of weird separation, which is how I want to look at it because it makes it cooler, uh -huh. is that I have been and Tyler has been stink palmed indirectly by Jason Lee, uh -huh. which is just the coolest thing I know. I'm hoping the man has washed his hands in the last 20 years or whatever. But regardless, <laughs> I have shook the hand that was stink palmed and mall rats. Yeah, and to me, that's just one of the coolest things that I've been secondhand stink yeah, palmed by Jason Lee. That will uh, go down as just one of my favorite things that's ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was a super nice guy. I told him I've been a fan since mall rats. He was like, "Yeah, awesome." So. That was super cool. We got to meet Michael Rooker. Uh-huh. Uh, then what? Then we met... We went back across the way and met Jerry from The Walking Dead. Jerry from The Walking Dead, yes. And he had, like, this weird T-shirt that had, like, an iPad-looking thing on it. And, like, it was connected through Bluetooth to his speaker. Yeah. And it had, like, the little audio things. Like an equalizer. Yeah. Like, go in the whole time as he yeah. was listening to music against his shirt. I thought yeah. that was really cool. It was cool. It was weird, but it uh -huh. was cool. Yeah. Uh, this was when we started to get an idea of how much Walking Dead stars like to hug people. Yeah. 
So we were like behind this group of people. There was like a big family that was like all meeting Jerry. What's Jerry's real name? Um, Cooper Anderson. We took notes. Cooper Anderson. Cooper Anderson is Jerry. So uh, like this family that was in front of us, there was like eight of them. Mm-hmm. And like a couple of them were like really small children. Yeah. And like they just like kept handing the small children over to him and like like it was like his family that he hadn't seen in a while and we're like this is weird. Uh but it, like he was hugging all of them. Like uh-huh. all of like and we couldn't figure out whether or not the family was trying to hug him or if he or was if trying, he to, was hug trying to hug the other one. And then Tyler said cuz I haven't kept up with the Walking Dead lately. But Tyler said, like, that's kind of, he hugs people on the show. Yeah, so J- Jerry's always the big hugger and loves everybody regardless. Yeah, so we thought, like, maybe <clears throat> he's just kind of doing his little shtick there thing, you know, incorporating that into his meeting as fans kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. So uh, so we went up to him, and uh, we, we did not hug him. We did not get a hug from him, right? Correct. We, we got handshakes. I'm sure if we wanted hugs, like, he we definitely could have got hugs. But I was like, I don't really want to hug the guy. Uh, a handshake is good for me. Because he had that iPad on his chest, so it would be a really yeah. awkward hug. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like he six wasn't... inches taller than me and has a boombox attached yeah. to his chest. I'm he's, not yeah, really he's a big to dude. Hug. He was definitely a big dude. Uh, so no hug from him. However, we then uh, we keep moving to the other Walking Dead stars that are there, and, and then uh, we met Scott Wilson. Yeah. So the, the was that the next one? Yeah. So the next one was uh, yeah. Let's not skip over that for sure. Uh, Scott Wilson, who plays Herschel on The Walking Dead, which, um, if I had to pick a favorite character on The Walking Dead, I'd have to decide somewhere between the governor and Herschel. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that whole story arc that happened on the show with the governor and all them, like, that was, to me, that was the pinnacle of The Walking Dead series. That was yeah. my favorite thing that happened. It was my favorite storyline. Everything about that was my favorite part about the show that has happened Mm -hmm. so we go up to meet scott wilson uh we were just going to do the handshake thing nice to meet you uh but as we were standing in line like last minute i decided all right i'm paying for it so Uh i paid i mean it was literally like right before we went up to meet him fast with the second forty dollars yeah spent 40 bucks to get my picture made with scott wilson also on my instagram page check it out so there's an so me tyler scott wilson standing right there together i mean how Uh we met herschel so that was the only one out of the weekend i said i wasn't going to spend any money on any of that kind of stuff and really like take away from it like if i wouldn't have spent the 40 bucks still would have been a fantastic experience yeah but being able to have a picture with herschel like that's that's the one that was worth spending the 40 bucks on in my opinion so i forever will now have a picture with Herschel. Uh-huh. So that is extremely cool. So uh crazy awesome. He uh he wasn't the best one to meet. Uh he wasn't very talk. He didn't have too much to say. Uh, he was just as bad as we were at small talk. Yeah, like small talk is not my thing. It is not. Uh Tyler's neither. And uh some of these guys like they were really good at it cuz that's kind of part of their job is to spend 2 minutes with a fan and kind of make small talk with them and some of them are better at it than others. Yeah. Um, also, it was Sunday at 3 o'clock. These people have been there since Friday 
at five o'clock. So at yeah. this point, I, I give him a pass on being tired. I'm not mad at him in the least bit. I don't have any less respect for the guy whatsoever. No. Uh, but it was a very quick interaction. Uh, it was I told I told him that I said your your uh, part in the governor that whole arc was definitely my very favorite part of the show. So I told him that. I'm sure he's heard that a billion and a half times. But whatever. Something. What else am I supposed to say to Herschel? Uh-huh. Uh, and I called him Herschel, which I kind of felt bad about. Yeah. I always hate when somebody <clears throat> refers to an actor by a character name. Like, call the guy his, his name. Uh, but I walked well, just up. in the moment, it was just but like, I, I walked up to him Herschel, and I'm hi. about to shake his hand. Hi, Herschel. And I was like, Scott? I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, but it was a very quick interaction. It was a very uh-huh. quick $40 that I spent. But uh, we got a picture with Herschel, and I'll have that forever. It's uh-huh. on my Instagram. Go look at it and like it. You know what I mean? Like it. Like my pictures that I post. <laughs> uh, so that was our uh, that was our second Walking Dead person that we met today. Mm-hmm. And then we went over uh, to the other tables where the two guys were over there. Yeah. What did we do in between that, though? Where did we go? We went somewhere. We went downstairs to see if we could meet Dustin. No. Uh, that, and that, that was, was a ridiculous that was af- line. That was after the two of them because we got that VIP pass yeah. while we were waiting in line for Ross. Yeah. There was a gap. We went somewhere. Oh, I can't remember. We went back into where all the vendors were, and I spent 20 bucks on a piece of wood. Yes. Crap. Hold on. I forgot to go back. Rewind. Rewind. Um, you, we, were, we were at dinner earlier, and you were about to say something to Lane, and I was like, hold on, save it for Howdy Radio. And it was from, uh, it was from the, uh, the Stranger Things panel, the yes. one guy, the teacher. Yeah, Randy. Um, so he was talking about, there was one question of, what do you like to do on your downtime? And Mark Steger, who plays the Demogorgon, said, oh yeah, I have all these projects and everything. I've got so much going on. Then the teacher just felt so just like boring and playing because his answer was just, I play video games a lot. And he said that his favorite video game that he's playing right now is PUBG. And he plays PUBG all the time. He's apparently nice. really good at it. So, yeah. So, Ty was like, Lane's going to love to hear that. So, <laughs> so that was our rewind. I wanted to yeah. make sure that Lane knew that. So, now, next time you see the teacher, you'll be like, oh, I could beat home at PUBG or something. Probably uh-huh. not. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> um, all right. So, then... Uh, Back to back to Sunday. So then we went back into the uh, the room where you buy crap, and uh, I, I did. I spent twenty bucks on a piece of wood, which is, and it comes with a certificate of authenticity and everything. It is mm-hmm. actually a piece of the cabin wall from Evil Dead Two, which questionably might be like one of my. I, I mean, it is one of my favorite movies, but it's it's pretty up there, top favorite movies. Obviously, I love Evil Dead, uh-huh. so uh, I own an actual piece of the Evil Dead Two cabin. Lane's thoughts? I think it's fake. Lane thinks it's fake. I think it's just a piece of wood and a in a bag. Yeah. With an all certificate of authenticity. It's just, it, it's just a piece of wood. But yes, I mean a cabin is made of wow, many really? pieces of wood. But dude, it's from Evil Dead Two. It's from the that cabin. Thing, that thing is pure evil. That thing could be evil. from a tree. This thing, no, it says it right here on the back. To a cabin. cabin wall. Is Anybody, what it says. I could write cabin wall on this desk right now. That does not mean that this desk is made from the cabin. So wall. check it out. The the tag on it. Uh, the name of the company is uh, the Living Dead Museum and Gift Shop. It's this guy 
that uh, I don't know he ended up getting all this stuff from the Evil Dead 2 set and then like he's made like a recreation of the work shed which has a picture on the website with him and Bruce Campbell and everything which I think kind of says that it's legit I don't think yeah. Bruce Campbell would be like yeah let's rip off all my fans and sell them fake wood I don't yeah. think that's something that would happen so this thing is in the bag and I have not yet taken it out of the bag don't do it because I don't want to take this part off the top but this part down here at the bottom is a nice little easy seal thing. Oh. Which, so for the very first time right now... Oh, God. We are touching. I am touching. Oh. You can touch the cabin Whoa. of Evil Dead 2. So that's the first time I've taken it out of the package. That's so, you touch it. So yours. there's that, Lane. I mean, I mean, the cabin in Evil Dead is just... It this piece is of wood is behind him while he's cutting off his hand. Evil, and I just brought that. I just brought a piece of that into That's the so house. Cool, so I, I am touching right now a piece of the cabin from one of the greatest movies, from one of the greatest movie sets in movie history. The cabin is one of the greatest movie sets in movie history. One of the most iconic horror movie locations is the cabin from Evil Dead 2, in my opinion. Uh-huh. And in a lot of other people's... I yeah. mean, a lot of people like Evil yeah. Dead. It's not the biggest thing in the world, but it's... I mean, yeah. big enough to spring up a, a show based off yeah. of the trilogy. So, uh, but I'm, I'm touching that right now. I'm putting it back in the bag now. But, so I own a piece of the cabin of Evil Dead 2. And uh, I almost didn't buy it. Because, especially once I spent 40 bucks on the uh, Scott Wilson picture... I was like, I really have spent all of the money that I should be spending this weekend. Even the the forty bucks was already kind of over how much I should have spent. Yeah. So I should not have spent another twenty, but I didn't want to walk away with this yeah. from this thing without it. I knew I knew I had to have, uh-huh. and I think even uh, my wife Liz was like, he's going to end up spending the money on that thing. So. Mm-hmm. So that was it. We didn't spend any more money after that. And so. whether you both said no or not, I was going to be the one to convince you to get it anyway. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have taken much. Um, so that's that. So, I mean, I love my Blu-ray that I bought. I love my shirt that I got. But, I mean, this thing is, I mean, that's just whole other level awesome yes. that I got. So, and sitting here with my piece of the Cincinnati Gardens, and it's like, that's cool, man. Like, everything I love is torn down. Um <laughs> Wait, don't you also have a, a little piece of... I have floor Bogarts. from Bogarts over yeah. there. Yeah, I got a whole little collection of stuff like that going now. Um, all right, back into the uh, the celeb room. And then now we meet... Uh, I'm not real good with these guys' names Ross either. Ross Marquand. Yep. And um, Jordan... Oh, I can't think of his Jordan name. Woods Robinson? Yes. Aaron and Eric from The Walking Dead. All right. So, which are really big huggers. Yeah, you didn't have a choice with these guys. Um, Aaron, you had, or uh, Jordan, you had a little bit of a he choice. He was the second one, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But Ross just came in. He was ready to bear hug you. If you yeah. ran away, you, the only option you didn't get a hug from this guy was to sprint and yeah. run away from him. Absolutely. Uh, so that just was. just came in, hands out, ready to hug you. That was the first Walking <clears throat> Dead hug. So, what is it with these people? Why do they all. Why are they all such huggers, the I Walking mean, Dead the cast? the thing you were saying earlier, the sanitariness of yeah. it, and maybe not just hand-to-hand contact, but just yeah. like a little hug is definitely yeah. more sanitary. I mean, it's really nice to do. 
I'm not like anti-hugging or anything. That, that's but, like, what I think it is. I think it's an, an icebreaker technique yeah. of like, I mean, you're you've hugged the dude already. It's not yeah. a formal. So handshake. now we're friends. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the vibe it's supposed to put off. Yeah. So we got a hug from Helm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We met Helm. Talked to Helm for a minute. He was uh, Tyler had on his cross country hoodie. This guy's his, really good at small his talk. Deer Park cross country he hoodie. Analyzed both of, of the all, things. He we were analyzed wearing. our clothing as yeah. when he did. Yeah. He was like, oh, cross country, you run cross country? Like, oh, that's cool, man. That's, you know, hard to run long distance like that. That's cool that you do that. Uh-huh. And then he looked at my, I have on my uh, The Well t-shirt today, one of the Riding Easy bands. And he was like, oh, that's cool. Like, who's the artist that did that? And I was like, that's David Paul Seymour. And he's like, oh, cool. Uh, and then I had my hoodie on from where I work, chicken on the run. And he's like, what is that? And, like, I turned around. He, like, read the back of my hoodie. Chicken on the run. Like, whoa, what's that? I was like... If you're ever in Deer Park and you come to Chicken on the Run, I got some food and some beer for you. And he's like, oh, cool, man. I love beer. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> so that was cool. And then we went, like, right next door to where, uh, who played his boyfriend on the show, yeah. who was now dead, right? Correct. And that's... Uh, so that's the guy that got shot through the car. Yes. So he's dead now. So uh, did we hug him? No. No hugs from him. Um so it was cool. The two of them were like kind of paired next to each other. Their booths were right next to each other for obvious uh-huh. reasons. Um, well, actually, that... actually, let's rewind again because before we met Ross, Jerry had come back from his photo op and was going to go back towards his little booth. Mm-hmm. And the three of them had like oh, yeah. a dance sesh for a, yeah. a hot minute. They did. Like it was crazy. Like Jerry had his whole boombox shirt and his. Uh, speaker and they all just started dancing Yeah, just because it was one of those scenarios where some of the cast didn't know the other cast because of like lifespans and stuff Mm -hmm. but all three of them were alive at the same time so they had that instant connection Mm mm-hmm so they all just started breakdancing and were they just not breakdancing. Really, no, they no, weren't no, down sorry, the floor breakdancing. No. They were goofily dancing with each other. Yeah. But I mean I mean how cool for ten feet oh not even ten feet away from yeah. us on that time. I mean, I mean we they were, right were like right Jerry. there, yeah. <clears throat> like the three of them just goofing around and like they just had a dance off right there in the in the on the floor uh-huh. and like we got to experience that. That's that's awesome. That's uh-huh. so like you'll be able to see that guy on TV and be like, I watched that guy have a dance off mm-hmm. with that guy. <laughs> And they're probably not going to have a dance-off on the show. so Exactly. All right, so we met, we met Helm. We met the dead guy. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was cool. He was also super nice. I think yeah. that was where I might have saw one of my – probably my favorite thing that I saw get signed. Because a, a lot of people have Funkos, man. That's the thing yeah. to get signed if it's not like an 8x10 or something. Like everybody's got their Funkos that they uh, get signed, mm-hmm. which I understand, of course. But uh, – and this the thing you're talking about was actually at Ross's booth. That yeah. was the first thing we saw. So it was, uh, this guy had a, a huge poster. Like, it wasn't regular size, like uh, like a poster you would get at the store. It was more of like a big poster, big movie poster type thing of, it was like one of the original Walking Dead Rick promo pictures. The, Rick on the horse yeah. riding in uh, Atlanta. Yeah. So everybody knows exactly what we're talking about now. You can see that in your head. Uh, and it had signatures on it. And of course, I mean, we were 10 feet away from like really being able to see who was on it or whatever, but this thing was signed by about everybody. I think there was probably 25 or 30 signatures on this thing. So this guy has obviously taken this to like multiple different cons, who knows across the country or whatever that, that that poster, that 
poster has probably been on an amazing journey. Uh-huh. Um, but just, I mean, it looks like it has every cast member in the world on it. So what a cool piece to have, like, you know, all, cause obviously the walking dead has had just a humongous cast of characters yeah. since it has started. And uh, a lot of them do these cons, so you can meet a lot of them that way. And he has obviously put a lot of time and a lot of money into going around to all yeah. these places and to getting all of these signatures. But out of all of the different stuff that I saw get signed over the weekend, I think that was the coolest thing that I saw. Definitely. Yeah. The one thing I didn't like about it, though, was that guy was just holding it, just naked. There, there was no... Yeah, he didn't have any clothes on. His what? penis was flopping all around the place. No, the poster. The poster was yeah. naked. Yeah, it was no. It ha- it was in absolutely nothing, just in his bare hands. Yeah, like he didn't have a tube or. And I mean, the signatures that some of the cast gives off is definitely worth more than forty bucks. Yeah. Let alone this whole poster. This poster's worth a lot. Yeah. Like anybody could just walk behind him and just take it out of yeah. his hands, just be like, "Deuces, I'm selling this yeah. on eBay." Put that thing in a tube, man. Yeah. Um, I'm at sure. Least. I'm sure he had a tube. Just maybe. Maybe not with him at that moment or something. Yeah. I don't know. Because, um, I mean, it was in it was in was very cool. good shape. So he's obviously yeah. taken very good care of it. Yeah. Maybe he had, like, just now gotten it signed by somebody else. So he was, like, walking over somewhere else to yeah. put it in a tube. Yeah. Yeah, he was probably going to get everybody. Because there was a few different Walking Dead people in that room. So maybe he still had a couple more people to go. Then yeah. he was putting it back in the tube or whatever. But I agree with Tyler. I'm thinking to myself, like, man, like, if it's a this nice poster, worth, that thing yeah. goes in a tube. That's all there is to yeah. it. Um. Or it could have been that he was just trying not to hold up the line by having to put his huge yeah. poster in a tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was awesome. And that was just, yeah. you know, obviously not something I own, but at least I got to see it. I thought it was something very cool that I got to see. Uh-huh. Uh, and then from when we were in line for those two guys, we were talking to some people in front of us uh, who gave us a little uh, VIP skip the line pass that yeah. you get when you pay extra for the more expensive tickets. And they were like, hey, did you plan on going down and meeting Dustin today? And we're like, no, we really didn't plan on it. And they're like, well, here we got this uh, line cut pass. If you go down there, like, you'll probably be able to get to meet him in like five minutes or something. And we're like, oh, okay. Because we knew that he had a really long line and we uh, we weren't going to pay for a photo or anything like that. So we, we were going to skip Dustin. Oh. Uh, and then we went down there and uh, it was... It was just weird the way the whole thing was set up. Like, they told us to get in this certain number line, and there was nobody else in that line. And well, like, uh, you had a long line to meet people. So it right. Was, it was just it was just weird the way weird. it was all set up. And then we kind of realized what was happening. Like, all of these other ones, it was different than all of the other ones. The other ones was, like, just the star sitting behind a table, uh-huh. and you could approach them and, like, say, what's up? But this was, like, specifically just photos the way tyler was describing it earlier like you have like 20 seconds you get your photo get out next yeah um and we weren't not what we were looking for yeah we we were we were hoping to be able to cut the line and be like hey we just wanted to say what's up love the show just like we did with everybody else yeah uh but that was not what dustin was doing dustin was cranking out photo after photo after photo and we were not buying photos so we got we stood there for a second and watched him take a couple photos with some other people uh, but we decided that that's just, we weren't going to be able to do that anyway, so so we didn't end up meeting Dustin. That's so that, okay though. Yeah. So then we uh, we went back up to the other room where we had been for most of the day, and we waited for um, the last guy that we met of the whole entire thing, which was Kari Payton. Kari Payton, who plays Ezekiel. Ezekiel on The Walking Dead. Um, 
and we hugged him. He did yep. not. He did not give you an option. So no. Tyler was kind of like the lead in that one. He was kind of in front of me. So uh, so he kind of walked up to Tyler with kind of the the one hand up, ready for like the cool handshake, and the other hand like extended outwards for the for the reach around hug type thing. There, that's hard to explain. Yeah. Um, but he was going in for like the pat on the back yeah. and everything. And he's like, and so and Tyler kind of was like kind of timid walking up to him, just like ready to shake his hand or something. Yeah, I, I got like. I went up for one and went down for one. The dude's like, what are you doing? Get in here, man. He's like, just come like, here, okay. man. Get yeah, that's exactly what he's like. Get in here. Bring it in. Yeah. And he gave him a big hug, and then he I turned like, around right, and man. did the same for me, and uh, and he was super nice, I, mean, I wasn't going to do it first, but if you're going to offer, I would gladly accept. Yeah. So that's uh, so you'll be able to watch The Walking Dead tonight and be like, I hugged that guy. Yeah. That guy. And he's like a bad guy in the show, right? No, Ezekiel's no. the no, good of the kingdom. Guy. Oh, okay. He's a good guy. Yeah. Okay, so he... All right, so a hug is not too out of character for him since he's a good guy, then I guess... I mean, it's still a little out of okay. character. All right. Uh, but he was very nice. He was very cool. The only hugger is Jerry. Okay. So if you get a hug from anyone else, it's a little out of character. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so he was the last guy <clears throat> that we met. So, so we met... Uh, Two Stranger Things people. Uh-huh. And how many Walking Dead people? So we met Gavin. We met Ezekiel. Rooker kind of counts as Walking Dead. But yeah, it definitely also, counts as He was also Walking there Dead. as um, Yondu. Yeah. We met Herschel. We met Jerry. We met Aaron. And we met Eric. So we met seven different... Seven Walking Dead, seven characters, Walking Dead characters within two days. And I mean, only that's... one person was at that panel. Yeah, exactly. That's like we were saying earlier. Like they had a Walking Dead panel that had one freaking guy the whole time. And yet that was been a mess up because there was like yeah, there was eight chairs with yeah. eight water bottles. I want to know what happened there. Yeah, because you could have put you could have put Herschel up there. You could have put all these other if you would have. And it's like even if you would have put Rooker up there, I mean that would have been the best, of course. But I understand not putting Rooker up there too because he would have stole the show like that. Yeah. Um. But, like, why weren't some of these other Walking Dead stars that were already there not a part of the panel? I, that's one thing that I'll that's one thing that I'll walk away from yeah. this and be like, I don't understand that at and all. And at first I thought it was just, like, that was just their setup. And if they filled up the seats, so be it. If not, we'll just keep the setup the same. But when yeah. we got there for Guardians, there was only two seats with two water bottles for the two guests. Then yeah. for Stranger Things, there were three seats with three water bottles. Yeah. So obviously know. there was some time mix-up or someone was taking a photo op when they didn't think they were going to be and missed it. Yeah. I didn't get it. But the guy killed it, like, especially for being a B-list on mm-hmm. a show where he's dead. Yeah. I mean, he definitely killed yeah. it by taking an hour Q&A. But he, it could have been better if they yeah. would have included some of the other people that were there. But whatever, at least we got to meet him. But, I mean, how cool that we got to meet that many people this weekend. I mean, that was... Uh-huh. So you're so we've been talking forever now. Um, your takeaway, your, did, you, did you enjoy the weekend? I Is it something it. you want to do again? Definitely. We should do it every year. Yeah, so Horror Hound comes to Cincinnati every <laughs> year. Um, I, I definitely think we should. I don't know why we didn't start going years ago, but oh well. We've started now, so we'll continue to go uh-huh. every year. Uh, there's one in Columbus every year. There's one in Indianapolis. There's one in Indianapolis later this year that has like some really good stars that we're thinking, like, maybe we'll go to Indianapolis too. Nick's there. Yeah. Nick is there. And so is Kane Hodder and Robert England. So, uh, for sure. So, yeah, I had just an insanely good time. Me um, too. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, uh, compared to the con that I went, the Fangoria con that I went to back in 2000, like, this one blew that one away. I mean, I met some cool people at that one. I met Kane Hodder. I met Tom Savini. Uh, 
I met Angus Scrim, who played Tall Man, who has now passed away. So I'm really glad I got to meet him at some point in my life. What? Who's Tall Man? The old guy, and like the main old guy in Phantasm. That's Angus Scrim. He's dead. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, uh, and if you know anything about Phantasm, uh, the the silver ball that yeah. has the spike on it. Uh, there was one booth there this weekend that had like a homemade one. Like they had a couple different ones, like a couple different sizes. Uh, they were just so cool looking. They looked identical to the ones in the movie. And it was like 250 bucks. And I was like, oh my god, I want that so bad. Yeah. And then there was also a t-shirt of the JFK assassination. But it yeah. was the Phantasm it Ball. It was the Phantasm Ball. It was going so weird. Until, yeah, it was weird. So, uh, highlight of the weekend? Definitely the Rooker panel. Yeah. And I, I hate to call it the Rooker panel, but at the no, end it definitely it was the, was Rooker, the yeah. Rooker panel. Again, please go watch that on my YouTube. Page. Yeah. You have to see it. I mean, maybe it's not as funny because you weren't there, but I it was great. It was, I mean, it was so cool. It was a five minute of nonstop hysterical laughing. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, to I me, I looked over to you and it looked like you were about to start like bursting into tears. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he, they, like he had, had they gone on for an up. extra minute, you would have been like laughing tears of joy. Possibly. And it was as soon as the person said, would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? I was like, all right, this is now a perfect moment in my life. Yeah. Um, Shut up. That was awesome. And then then meeting Rooker and shaking his hand was – but her, meeting Herschel too. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a couple really big moments, and Lloyd Kaufman as well. Uh, but I, I think Michael Rooker kind of stole the show for the whole weekend between yeah. the panel and between meeting him, I think. I kind of walked away being like uh, a super fanboy of Michael Rooker now, and I, I'm okay with that. Uh huh. Yep. I want to watch Guardians again. Both of them. Yeah, I want to watch both Guardians again. That's and like, Mallrats. Let's watch Mallrats yeah. again. And then there's just a plethora of horror movies that like I saw the shirt of, or I saw the Blu-ray of, or something that they had for sale there, and I'm like, oh, I haven't watched that. I want to see that again. I haven't watched that in a while. Suspiria being like really one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a list in my head of like movies that I want to rewatch now just because I caught images of something of them uh-huh. over the weekend. So that's it. That is a really long description. This is like borderline Walt Disney World episode of description of what we did, except for this one will actually be released. Um, Wait, what? what? The Walt Disney episode was never released. We never released the Disney episode. Very for real? It was yeah. like a four-hour-long episode. And it sounded like crap. The yeah. sounded like crap is why it wasn't released. I was going to release it as four different episodes, but it sounded like crap, and that's why it gotcha. never got released. Um, but anyway, uh, so this was <laughs> awesome, and I'm glad we got to go experience this, and we will for sure do it again next year. Deuces. Oh, yeah. Tyler, thanks for being the special guest again. Hey, you're very welcome. about time you guys shut up yeah sorry we did kind of ramble on there for a little bit longer than i intended to but we had so much fun it was such a cool time uh maybe you can go with us next year if you're into that kind of thing i don't know are you jealous that we got to like meet all the cool people or you're like who cares just like the walking dead people that's really it gotcha right on um so that's that. That's our uh, really long episode 29 horror and also tyler has been on six episodes not five did you figure that out? Tyler was walking behind me and gave me six fingers. Oh, did he look it up or something? I don't know. <laughs> I okay. think he just like thought of it was Mama or something like that. Okay, whatever. So Tyler is definitely uh, the special guest we've had on the most, which of course makes sense. Yeah. 
So that's our episode for this week. If you're still listening, thank you. Uh, check out our other show, The Unknown Podcast, that uh, me and uh, my friends Scott and Smoothie and, well, now Kyle has done it with us and Taggart has done it with us and we're kind of throwing everybody into the show mix kind of thing. Yeah. Um, a lot Next of fun. week I should be on the episode. Um, awesome. Nope, that's not going to happen. This one is adult only. Oh my god. Most of the time I hear what you guys I don't say care. anyway. But it's still just adults talking to each other. It is not the kids show. At least I'm not squeaky lane anymore at the that's beginning true. of the show. Right. <laughs> so check out The Unknown Podcast. Follow uh, The Unknown Podcast on Twitter at The Unknown Pod and go to theunknownpod.com to get links to download the show and to subscribe on iTunes, Android, all that good good fun stuff. Yep. Uh, two weeks from now, we will be back with our awesome WrestleMania prediction show. Um, and then also in two weeks, we will be uh, debuting the brand new Howdy Inc. show, The Unknown Wrestling Podcast, with Brian and Brandon. I think that's what we're calling it. The Unknown Wrestling Podcast with Brian and Brandon. That's With special guests. Like, yeah, but the actual name of the show, I think we're actually going to include with Brian and Brandon he, like, and the like, name of the show. Who do you guys have fun that, like, do that kind of stuff? Do what kind of stuff? What do you mean? Like, that still watch wrestling and stuff that you would have a special guest as. Um, so, well, we don't really plan on having many special guests on this one. Okay. Um, we we want to we want to we've got some really great ideas about what we want to do with this show. We're not just going to talk about what happened this week on Raw. Like we wanted, That's for what culture? Yeah, I mean, there, there's enough people to do that already that have, you know, a billion yeah. viewers and stuff. And that's just, we don't want to, that's just not what we want to do. So, like, we're going to do, like, an episode of wrestling video games and, like, just talk Ooh. about, like, you know, what... I gotta be on that episode. That's In other words, the Fire Pro episode is what's that, what that's called. It's just another reason for me to talk about Fire Pro. Oh um, you haven't talked about Fire Pro in so long. Comes out on the PS4 on August uh, 18th. Everybody I mean, go buy it. That's crazy. We, like, just now got a Switch, and now we're probably going to get a PS4 in a Yeah, we months. need a PS4 by August. Um, so, yeah, we want, we're going to do things differently. Like, we're going to do do an episode about video games. Like, we might do an episode about, uh, like, just certain different things, like, in particular, like, talking about just whatever we want to talk about. It's not just going to be you know, what happened on Raw. But then we're also going to talk about Wrestle Circus and we're also going to talk about, you know, Japan and all we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk about all kinds of stuff. And and we're going into it saying like, you know, we're not like total experts on this. Like I'm not Dave Meltzer. Like I don't know everything about everything, but the more I get into these other things, the more we'll talk about it on the show. And I think it'll be really interesting. Yeah. So as far as our audience goes, um our normal Howdy Inc. audience, like they're kinda not into wrestling. And that's all right. So we're going to have to branch out and we're going to have to get some other people. I got a retweet and a reply from Brian Cage on Twitter last night. So if I start doing stuff like that and starting... How, how many views did that get? Check um, right. okay. A lot, right? Yeah. yeah. So if I start doing stuff like that with uh, the Unknown Wrestling Podcast... You're going to get a lot. Then, uh, yeah, I mean, that'll be a, a great way to, to promo our stuff. Uh, so this one, uh, Brian Cage, you know, 2,100 people saw my tweet because of Brian Cage retweeting it and stuff. So, you know, if some of those people can... You're famous. Yeah, kind of. Still. Yeah. And I got a like from Tessa Blanchard on Twitter last night. And, like, I'm, I love Tessa Blanchard. She's, like, my new favorite wrestler. Uh, so, yeah. Do you understand that this is the outro and we've been talking for four and a half minutes? Dang it, man. All right, so check us out. Stop talking, do you? Two weeks away... 
uh, WrestleMania prediction show, which will be fantastic. We'll have special guest Brian Taggart on that episode. Wait a second. What? We're not going through the timeline again. It's two weeks away. I know, but why would we have a prediction the week of WrestleMania? That's what we did last year. No, we had yeah. the week before. It certainly was not, sir. It was the weekend of WrestleMania. It was the the episode, the prediction episode was released that Sunday morning. Of okay. And so we're going to probably record it Saturday and release it Saturday. That's how we'll do it. Okay. Or maybe we can record it Friday night when we get together to watch Impact versus Lucha Underground. Whatever. Anyway, it'll be coming that weekend. And then that weekend also will be the debut of the Unknown Wrestling Podcast with Brian and Brandon. And uh, that social media will be ready here soon for everybody to subscribe to and to follow on all of the different social medias. But we're not quite there yet. I can help you guys with that. All right. I'm going to help you guys with that one. All right. So that'll be fun. I can't wait to start doing that. Uh I don't know. I guess sorry for the long show. We did talk for way too long on this one, but I think it was a very entertaining show. I thoroughly enjoyed doing it. So sorry that it wasn't much Lane. I know that everybody likes to listen to Lane talk all the crap that he talks, but uh, this time it was more Tyler. At least so. this time I didn't talk about all the CS. That's right. Thank I should have G2 for... played today oh. and Logue played today. All right. So that's, Sorry, all we got. that's all we got for you. We have nothing else to talk about <laughs> on how to radio the next generation. How awesome that uh, the next episode will be 30 and that'll yeah, be our crazy. WrestleMania prediction. That goes good together, I think, for some reason. So, all right. So next weekend we won't be here. We're going on vacation. We're going hiking. And then we'll, uh, we'll see you in two weeks for the big episode. Bye.